Hello, and welcome to another episode of Young Black Misses. I am your host, Morgan F. I just want to thank you so much for listening. This week's episode, we'll be ch- I'll be chatting about what do the lonely do at Christmas? And yes, the emotion songs may come to your mind, but truly uh, acknowledging that we definitely need to do a self-check this holiday season, not only for ourselves but for those around us i'm just uh, so happy to be back on the mic it's been a few weeks and i will talk with you a little bit more um in the coming in the coming episode about how this podcast is going to move forward it's totally awesome totally exciting just something new so hopefully all that sounds awesome to you and you will stay listening so Thanks so much for listening, and let's get into the first segment, which is my favorite segment. So, you know what? Play my theme song. Shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Shaking my curls. Shaking my curls. So sometimes I got to get in with the hot topics. Um, Of course, it's not a celebrity hot topic. So great. This week it's not. Um, But I saw a few people post about, in in groups I'm in and a friend posted on on Facebook as well, about a woman being married to someone for 14 years and the ring that she had was $20. And that was her wedding ring was $20. And the the post that I read was about Proof love versus maybe real love as to say this man and this woman have been together for 14 years. She's such a keeper. She didn't care that this ring was only $20. And I personally am right there with her. Cause look, okay. Currently I have three rings on my finger, right? I, I got my um, engagement ring, my wedding band and my promise ring. And this is no, this is no shade to my husband, right? No shade, no disrespect, all love and positivity in this place. However, comma, I recognize that that promise ring probably, it's my, probably not two, uh, $20, but it's probably not, not too much more. You know what I mean? But I honestly love that promise ring uh, and the symbolism of it. stuff and maybe it's because i've had it longer um and also because i'm not amazingly crazy about my band i picked out my engagement ring right but i i wanted something like woo there it is so i care but i not really uh the promise ring meant so much to me because i didn't expect it i didn't know it was going to happen he got the promise ring and um, and it was symbolic of okay, I want to be with you. I, you know, we're not quite there to marriage, but I'm giving you this promise ring to show you that I will be there, and we're I want to get there with you, right? And so, to think that people want some expensive, expensive thing, maybe they want what they want. Maybe they want it to look how they want it to look, but it doesn't have to be expensive, right? It doesn't have to be 
so much money and to think that people care so much about a ring over what what the ring symbolizes which is why i say like that promise ring means more to me than my wedding band to be to be oddly frank um it does it does because the symbolism of it just it was it was more of a i'm extending this in, i'm extending this relationship to you i want you i want to be with you da 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 where we're with with the wedding bands were both they're both symbolic i mean this is not take away from it but the wedding bands you know we know like it, it's just the newness of it i think and the surprise of it which i don't like surprises but like that was a good surprise and so I'm not, I'm not a jewelry girl. I'm not really like a name brand girl. I don't really care about all that kind of stuff. That's really not my love language. Like the gifts and the, that I don't care about. The time and the, and the, the quality time and that kind of stuff matters to me. Words of affirmation, pers- uh, physical touch, that stuff matters to me. And so I think when we think of what looks like love versus what actually shows love to that person can be different amongst people. So for when some women to feel like, oh no, I really want an expensive ring. That'll show me that he loves me. That might be their love language. For me, I don't care. Um, come cuddle with me, come hold me, come spend time with me, do the dishes. Like that matters to me. And I think it all boils down to what makes you feel loved. And so, $20 ring, $20 band, that doesn't really change the fact that you're married. That doesn't really change the fact that you've committed. That that none of that none of that to me matters. So I'm shaking my curls at the big hoopa hoppa hoppa loopa lapa lapa, as my mother would say. Uh, <laughs> about an expensive wedding ring, engagement ring, all that stuff. It doesn't matter to me. Shaking my curls. All right. On to the next segment. What you chewing? What I'm chewing. Did you miss it? We talked about food the whole month, so maybe hopefully you didn't. But it's back. What I'm chewing is back. And it's actually lunchtime because I ate this yesterday and I forgot to record it because, well, I was hungry and I had, yeah, anyways. So I have in front of me a stuffing stuffed acorn squash. So it's stuffed with cornbread, quinoa, because I felt like I needed a complete protein. Uh, Cornbread, quinoa, apples, fennel, because I have a crap ton of fennel for whatever apparent, whatever random apparent reason. Um, Fennel is what's in here, apples, cornbread. And then I put some, just some seasonings. So this is real tasty. I'm trying to get a little bit of everything. I'm really obsessed with squash, like squ- all types of squashes. I butternut squash, spaghetti squash. This acorn squash was quite the taste. And I, I was nibbling all last night, so I didn't eat like a big old one. And this is still a really small one. So I'm going to have this one more time. Okay. So I remember what the seasoning I put on. I put, it's from Trader Joe's. It's called... Everything but the leftover seasoning that has like sage in it. And I put cinnamon in here too. Because I figured with the apples, I probably needed something kind of to balance it out. I love this because you can use it with leftover stuffing. 
And um, that's pretty much what it was. I just stuffed some stuff and I put some quinoa in there because I figured, like I said, needed to be a little bit more filling. Otherwise, it would just be like a side dish that I'm trying to eat for for dinner, which is not really always the best. So definitely would be very, if you cut it up in a certain way, you could totally have this as like an appetizer for your, for your non-vegans, you non-vegans out there or a side dish. Um, but honestly, if you were to add some sort of plant-based protein in there, I think people wouldn't even trip. They'd probably just eat it because it's basically like, you know, you stuff peppers, kind of the same thing. So the hardest part about it is the 35 minutes it takes to bake the, to roast the, the squash, the acorn squash itself. But other than that, this is fire. And I'm just going to keep on eating and we're going to roll into the next segment. What do the lonely do? play that song because you know it's christmas time but uh the emotions had me feeling the emotions i used to play that song all the time and of course mariah carey but it's christmas songs be hitting different when you're in a relationship and when you're not in a relationship you're like you know what do the lonely do at christmas right what what i like at the end like what do they do what do they do like that i felt that as a child and um you know, I knew when I was single, I was alone, but I wasn't like really alone. So when I had, I guess when I was single, when I was young, like a kid, but then when I was single after being out of a relationship, then I was like, oh, you know, that song hits different. Um, or even the Mariah Carey song, All I Want for Christmas, just thinking about like the longing for to be in relation with someone. But this hits me differently this year. I mean, I'm not alone. I, you know, the loneliness is not the same um, as I felt when I was single or whatever. So that's that's not the thing. But I'm concerned about how the um, pandemic has impacted people that are alone you know and i think of yodeling justin beaver with his song lonely Yolo, lo, lo, lo. Yeah, he lo he yodels in that song guys and i just think how is this christmas how is this holiday season going to be for people that have already been feeling lonely this whole year is this like the pinnacle of loneliness because you're not able to do the things that you normally could do you're not you, there and i thought like okay what am i going to talk about uh podcast wise like oh yeah i could talk about juggling different holiday gatherings but what we're not doing that so the biggest thing that has resonated with me in this season 
is making time to actually do the things that you would normally do virtually. And honestly, it hasn't been well received. Um, it hasn't, it's just fine, but you have to try because there's probably people out there that are craving attention that are craving some, some FaceTime or like literally like some FaceTime, not just a thing on the, the phone, but literally you're craving time with another human being, but due to social distancing and the case is going up, we just don't want to be breathing in somebody's air that's not already in our freaking bubble. And I'm real kind of okay about things, you know, friends are like, oh, let's, let's have, or, you know, family, I'm not sure. Um, Cause it's, it's going to be a, a dark and cold winter and I just want to be safe and, and, and healthy to move into the next year and into the many, many, many more years in this life that I pray that God has promised me. But when you think about what the lonely do at Christmas, because it's supposed to be a really joyful time of year. And sometimes just like on a normal year, it could be hard for people due to, to family members not being there, or maybe they're divorced or maybe they're, they're, you know, single for whatever reason. How do you help cope with that? And I truly think it's a matter of a few things. It's a matter of a few things. I think the first thing that I just overall have learned during, uh, and I might've shared this on this podcast during this pandemic, but honesty, honesty with, with yourself, with your spouse, with your friends, with your family, honesty. When someone, you know, when someone's checking in on you, honesty, because that allows for vulnerability, which is the next thing I'm going to bring up. That allows for vulnerability. When you're honest about your feelings, when you're honest about how your day is going, how your week is going, then you're able to be vulnerable with a friend, a trusted companion to be able to move forward. So you want to be honest, which will help you be vulnerable. And given this person is not a piece of, you know, what, They'll, they'll lend in the compassion that you need during this season, which is the third thing um, that, that you'll need to move forward. Because if, if we're honest with ourselves, this year has been tough for everyone. Now, some people may have saved a lot of money or like grew a business or, mm -hmm. well, a lot of us have lost people that we love, whether it be just because it's another year and that's what happens or because of COVID-19. So there's a level of vulnerability that we need to dig in within ourselves, with, within our relationships, whether it be um, romantic or a friendship that can help us not only be, be vulnerable, but then learn from that which hopefully will lead to the person on the other end of the conversation being compassionate with you, which I've experienced being vulnerable with someone where it didn't lead to the compassion. And I was like, okay, noted. Won't be talking to you that much. Um, and I know 
And I know these things are very easy to say, but very difficult to do. And as a person that struggles with mental, mental, um, mental health and mental illness, I really am keen on how I'm doing. Um, to the fact where my therapist was like, "Oh, we don't need to talk." I'm like, "But, but we're in the middle of a pandemic." Something weird's gonna happen. She's like, well, if something happens, just call me. Okay, okay, okay. Went about three, I think I went like six six weeks and then I called her. <laughs> six, six weeks, six weeks, I made it. Gotta call you. Hey girl, get a call because I'm struggling. And that's okay. The biggest thing that we can do is a self check. A self check with to 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 verify that we acknowledge that things are difficult. We acknowledge that things are different, but how do we move forth in the change, right? How do we move forward? Not just so 2021 is different, but tomorrow is different. Like literally we I, making new year's resolution resolutions is awesome, but we're living day by day, not, not year by year. Right. We're, I mean, yes, but literally things are moving as slow as day by day. If you could just get through the daggone day, then you can get through. And I tell them, oh, as I ministered to you, oh, I ministered to myself. Right. Because I know that day by day is something I strive for, but it's not always something I can do. Just being frank. Um, disagreements with friends or your spouse where you just need a moment to back away from the situation and try and see things more clearly. And that's why it's so important to do a self-check, to be self-aware of how you're feeling in that, in that moment, in that week, whatever. And if it takes for you to do, I see people on Instagram, they do week, a monthly goals. If it takes for you to write things down that you're striving to, to accomplish within a month, go for it. I'm a to-do list girl. I like to do a weekend to-do list. And when I get the stuff I want to get done for the weekend, I feel like I actually did something. Um, and, I, and I feel accomplished and, and appreciative about that. And if that's all it can take for you to be able to check on your mental health each week and do a self-check and realize that, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm going to get there. That's the bulk of it. Because we're we're, even though... Like things have, de life has definitely slowed down. You really can't go a lot of places or see a lot of people. There's a lot of opportunities to hang out with people virtually, or there's a lot more like there's things on TV or there's little e so, uh, virtual events that you can attend that can really take up your time. And, and I really think that in this moment, a lot of it is important to do some interpersonal work and then if you're married to do some 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 uh, spouse work to really get on the same page and really connect and then connecting with your friends if you're if you're ready for that type of um I want to say real I want to say relationship but I think I'm, I I think I mean companionship if you're kind of ready for that interaction there we go if you're ready for that interaction but in this time this most wonderful time of the year, if you aren't feeling wonderful, okay. Like this year has been something else. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not feeling okay, you got every right to not feel awesome, super, super groovy and, 
and in the holiday spirit with bells on, singing jingle bells and silent night and all that good jazz. That is quite all right, my friend, for real. And I hope I'm like backed away from the mic because I feel like I'm yelling. <laughs> so like, wait, let me come back. So um, <laughs> I, I'm getting excited. It's been a few weeks. Um, but ultimately, be truthful with, your, with yourself. Be vulnerable with someone else that you know will be compassionate enough to handle your truth. Do some self-checks. See where you are mentally, physically, spiritually. Because, you know, the holidays bring out a lot of a lot of emotion. And we're a few weeks out um, from Christmas. So I just want you to kind of be cognizant of, of moving forward, how you're feeling, how your mental is. And how to best support you in that through through your marriage, through your interpersonal relationships, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. The positive tip. The positive tip. Ultimately, if this Christmas, if this holiday season, whatever holiday you celebrate doesn't feel the same, that's okay. 2020 did is not what I thought it was going to be, right? I'm pretty sure it's not what you thought it was going to be. Um, as much as I wanted to be remote, like I didn't want it this way. I didn't want people to, to have to die for me to be able to work from home, right? For me to have the luxury of working from home, right? Um, and so a thing that's really been getting to me is I really want to hug my grandma, I'm not going to, but I really want to hug her. So I'm going to see her this weekend. And I guess this is a positive tip. Uh, I really want to hug my grandma. So I'm going to do something special for her. I really hope it works out. I'm not going to say what it is, but I'm, I'm going to do something special for her this weekend. Um, not that I think she'll hear this podcast, but I'm just not going to say. Um, I'll, I'll tell you next week. <laughs> Teach ya. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's important to our senior citizens to check on them and I think it's really important to spread love to um, spread love to those that are alone, um, those that may feel lonely. I I think that's the ultimate thing that you can think 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 to do in this new world we're in. Um, I'm definitely giving out a lot more gifts than I normally do. Um, I'm looking at all the gifts that I have. I need to wrap them up. So I'm going to do that next. I just want to thank you so much for listening. And as I mentioned in the intro, I can't wait to share with you some of the changes and new exciting things for this podcast and Young Vecness as a whole. Um, so I will talk about that next week in the um, season finale of, of season two. And that'll be super dope. So... <laughs> I can't wait to share. But if you are listening and one day it's going to happen, stop right now. Thank you very much. Screenshot wherever you're listening to this on and tag your girl. I like to hang out on Instagram, but you can tag your girl on Facebook. That's good. At Young uh, Black Misses. Let me know you're listening and that helps get the word out about the podcast. So 
I am on uh, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and uh, TikTok if you want to follow me on there. Um, all Young Black Misses. And YouTube, All Young Black Misses. So if, if you, nope, saving it for next week. <laughs> saving it for next week. Uh, <laughs> and so next week will be um, a year end, year end, as a uh, year in a review and just a little bit more conversation uh, about what's moving forward with the podcast. So I can't wait to share that for you, with you. All right, guys. Jeez, you go a couple weeks and you don't forget how to talk on a podcast. Good gravy, Morgan. All right, until next week. Talk to you later. Peace. Peace.